When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a new player in town, Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. It's great to have you with us, Matt Russell, alongside Mitch Jennings. Mitch, I asked you this week, what are some of the big talking points we could touch on? You named Sam Kerr's 59th minute FA Cup goal for Chelsea against Aston Villa, the Matilda has led Chelsea into their third straight Women's FA Cup final. It happened earlier this week. They'll play Manchester United at Wembley. What an occasion. You know, Chelsea, Man U, Wembley, FA Cup final. Sam Kerr will be there in front of about 50,000 fans. And the Women's World Cup, it's only 89 days away. So we are heading towards this big event in Australia and New Zealand. What better way to bring in Illawarra Mercury football guru, Jordan Warren. Jordan, I hope you're all right on Thursday morning after Mitch's birthday. Day celebration. <laughs> I held up all right at work, and I think Jenna did too, which is a bit of a surprise, to be honest. I think uh, Jenna probably had a few more points of Guinness than I did. He's fueled on that stuff. He runs. That's like oil on, the, on an elite engine. It's, it's like oil, lubricant mate. for the, the it's, engine. It's the V8. Pre, it's premium. Premium leaded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, where do you want to start, Jordan? I mentioned Sam Kerr's FA Cup goal. There's been plenty of Champions League action this week as well. We know that uh, your sports editor, Timmy Barrow, first thing on Thursday morning to watch Man City. What are you making of the Champions League and where we're at with that competition? Yeah, I was talking to Mercury Sports Editor Baz on, on uh, Wednesday or Thursday. I'm pretty sure it was Thursday when Man City sort of progressed to the next round against Bayern Munich. They, of course, beat uh, Bayern Munich 3-0 in the first leg and then they had a one-all draw, which was, of course, uh, in the second leg, which, was of course, was enough to get them through to the next round. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, in terms of the Champions League, obviously we've seen uh, Real Madrid sort of doing their thing, sort of flying under the radar, which is pretty phenomenal considering that they've you know won it last year and they've won it, I think, something like 14 times in its history. And, of course, we've got a bit of a shock in terms of the Italian teams doing really well. Napoli and AC Milan, of course, were in the quarters. And, of course, uh, AC Milan qualified from that. And you've got Inter Milan in a, in a semi-final. Uh, ACE against Inter Milan in a semi-final. And the other semi-finals, Real Madrid against Man City. So... It should be a phenomenal end of the Champions League season. And, yeah, you mentioned, of course, Maddie and Jenna, Sam Kerr, strutting her stuff. Strutting her stuff. She's just a phenomenal player. And, yeah, uh, in fine form for the Women's World Cup coming up, which is important for the Matildas as well. Rabs, I want to ask you about this because it seems so often in Australia we wake up every morning to news that Sam Kerr has done something else remarkable. It just it, It's like clockwork. But, uh, obviously, she's been in that conversation. No Ballon d'Or, no World Player of the Year. It baffles us over here. You're more across it than perhaps me and the great Marty Russell. I mean, why is that? Where does she sit in that conversation as far as you're concerned? And why has it been so difficult for her to get that recognition? I mean, she's definitely up there, Jenna, like in terms of the world's best. I think last time in the uh, the, uh, placing, she finished third, but there was, of course, a a massive uproar in Australia about why she wasn't first in the world. But uh, I, I almost think that, like... I don't know if it's as simple as this, but I just feel like that there... I don't know if there's this disrespect that she's an Australian, that she can't be the best player in the world. Obviously, you've got your traditional Brazilians, your English people, your uh, sort of European, South American nationalities that sort of always take out the top gong. But 
Sam Kerr, she's just been strutting her stuff for so long and so consistently that I, it's almost disrespectful that she hasn't won that award. And, but I guess if she keeps doing her stuff with, with Chelsea, sort of, she has to be considered in that conversation for a long time yet. But I sort of feel that if, say, perhaps the Matildas go on and win the World Cup, that she's almost certainly in that conversation. And I dare say if they win the World Cup, then she would have to be the winner of, of the award. She just consistently scores goals. Uh, for a club, Chelsea, in one of the top league, if not the best league in the world, in the in the women's super league in in England, and uh, yeah, I sort of feel like that maybe her Matildas performances in the past. Obviously, she's uh, the Matildas and Australia's top goal scorer, so it's sort of the, the standard she set is incredible. But in, in terms of sort of uh, major tournaments, Asian Cups, World Cup, she sort of hasn't really uh, performed as well as she'd like. Obviously, in the Asian Cup last year, where they got knocked out pretty early against South Korea. In the round of 16, she actually apologised to, to her teammates for not scoring in their 1-0 loss. So that just sort of shows what um, standard she sort of set for herself. But I dare say, and especially with the World Cup coming up uh, and the form that the Matildas are in, obviously they just knocked off the Poms away from home with a severely under-strength lineup in a friendly just last month, or I think it was earlier this month. Uh, they're sort of in, in incredible form. So I think with a home World Cup coming up, if they win it, then Sam Kerr's got to be the, the top contender for that Blonde Dior award. As I understand it too, the, the criteria speaks to individual accomplishments, you know, and then team secondary. As far as I've read the criteria in, in that regard, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Rabs, but I guess she's got the opportunity as well to, you know, get a treble there in Europe. And then, as you say, with the World Cup, I mean, is it going to hinge on, as you've said, it's, it seems to be some sort of cultural cringe at play, I guess, because they go to those traditional sporting nations, those traditional footballing nations, I suppose, with those awards. But, I mean, does it come down to, I guess, team success, really, when it comes down to, to this? She's obviously been the best, you know, player in the Matildas for a long time, probably the best the best player we've ever produced, mm. men or women. So uh, does it come down to the team success when it comes to her getting her due on that regard? I think it definitely does. And um, I guess it sort of depends on, yeah, it depends on what team she's sort of in. Obviously, the Matildas uh, sort of ranked around that top 20, top 10, top 20 in the world. They're sort of not one of the, the best teams in the world, but they're sort of, they still produce a number of brilliant results and performances. And obviously with Chelsea, a world-class team. So I think it helps to have that team. But yeah, you're right, Jeno. It's purely based on individual performances. But yeah, you look at in the men's game, obviously Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, they were, you know, won the blue and the oil, you know. I think Messi was six times around. It might have been four, something around that. Like phenomenal figure. But they were in like less. Messi was uh, was a Barcelona legend, sort of still playing at Paris Saint Germain, a uh, top club. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Manchester United, Real Madrid, obviously like phenomenal teams. And so obviously being in a in a good team that wins titles and, and wins World Cups in a national sense, obviously helps with uh, with the with the blonde Dior goal, I guess. Um, obviously if a players in a not-so-good team, um, it's going to be harder for them to win the award. So, yeah, being in a phenomenal team definitely helps. So, Sam does probably have that in her favour at Clubland, but the Matildas need to perform, obviously need to get to a... Obviously, a World Cup would be phenomenal to win it, but getting to a semi-final would probably be a pass mark. If they sort of get up into that last four in the World Cup, then, then she's got to be up there for the award uh, in the next round. It'll be here sooner than later, the Women's World Cup, 89 days away. Here right now is the A-League reaching the pointy end of the season. Jordan, are you on any sidelines this weekend? Not this weekend, Matty. I had the honour of doing the Mariners against Melbourne City last weekend, which is a sensational game, a one-all draw. Of course, City clinched the Premier's plate, not in the game, but the day after, thanks to a result going uh, against Adelaide, second place Adelaide, but I am on next week for a, a Wellington Phoenix game against MacArthur Bulls. Obviously, MacArthur still uh, in the running for the finals, but probably going to be out of it by next week, you would dare say. Wellington 
are in that fifth and sixth sort of race with Sydney SC. But, uh, yeah, uh, last week sort of the Mariners sort of strutted their stuff, showed that they deserved up there and sort of in the grand final talks, I guess. They had a one-all draw with Melbourne City and then uh, this week they're sort of um, going to try and continue and doing their stuff. And then next week I'm preparing for a bumper sort of last round. You've got a, uh, on a Friday night blockbuster, you've got Adelaide, second place Adelaide or third place Adelaide after the Wanderers win last night against fourth place. Uh, Central Coast Mariners and then Melbourne City against Western Sydney Wanderers next week. So that'll basically decide who gets home finals, who uh, hosts an elimination final. It, it, it's still all to play for in the A-League. And then you've got Wellington who went down 4-0 to uh, Western Sydney last night, like I just mentioned, and Sydney FC playing on uh, Monday night against Brisbane Raw, who are still fighting for final spots. There's something like uh, Sydney FC are on 32 points in fifth spot with Wellington are also on 32 points and, and Melbourne Victory who are currently last and are out of the finals race now are on 25 points so there's just seven points separating fifth from, from 12 so it's been one of the closest A-League seasons in recent memory and to be honest anyone out of the Premiers Melbourne City uh, the Mariners Adelaide or Western Sydney I think are, are really a really good shout to, to take out the A-League grand final this year Jordan, time's starting to beat us but real quickly give us a key point regarding the Wolves and also Football South Coast's men's Premier League competition? Yeah, well, the Wolves go up against Manly United tonight uh, in the National Premier League. So the Wolves are sort of sitting in 12th position at the moment. They're sort of stuttering, but they do have a bit of a younger side uh, that they've sort of, that David Carney, the coaches, is dealing with. They've obviously got some sensational players in former A-League product, Lockie Scott, Josh McDonald. Uh, so they're sort of looking to uh, bounce, well, they're sort of looking to build, I should say, on the clean sheet they got against Sydney United last week, which was a pretty good result in, in all honesty. Uh, but Manly knocked them out of the Australia Cup a couple of weeks ago, so it will be a, a bit of bitterness in the Wolves, and, and I dare say that they'll want to get some revenge. And then just uh, turning briefly, yeah, to the, the IPL, we were meant to have a, a pretty good clash today in terms of uh, the Lambie against Albion Park White Eagles. Obviously, Albion Park White Eagles' uh, first spot at the moment, and they're five points clear at top of the Illawarra Premier League ladder after six games, so pretty sensational. But uh, that got washed out uh, to come to the rain, but the highlight of the day would definitely be Wollongong United against Coniston. Both two teams up there uh, in the final positions at the moment and uh, have had good starts for the season, but uh, yeah, that would definitely be the highlight for the IPL today to see who uh, is the better of the two teams out of United and Coniston. Uh, two of the high flyers at the moment in the league. Good on you, Jordan. Always great to check in with you and get a full wrap of football. Jamboree's most famous resident, Jordan Warren. And I don't know whether we've got a Mercury birthday party this Wednesday night, Jordan. But regardless, we'll see you soon, my friend. Thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Good on you.